Hey everybody, it's me again. This is Anthony Wilson welcoming you to episode 105 of the Complete Player Podcast. Um, so for a second straight week, I am joined by my uh, my reluctant co-host. Um, uh, he is something of a of a hostage uh, in this situation. Um, you know, Galvez. Uh, how are you doing today, sir? Uh, good, man. Just driving, <laughs> next, just driving next to a Lambo, hating life. Just driving what? Got, you said what? I said I'm driving next to a Lambo, and I'm hating life because I don't got one. I see. Um, so, uh, you know, I, um, I, uh, you know, we, we have to talk about the um, the memorial, you know, that took place yesterday at Staples Center for one uh, Kobe Bean Bryant. Um, and after that, I wanted to get into, uh, you know, um, this uh, tech, um, this a tech, uh, you know, because, you, know, you know, as I've said before on the podcast, and as you know, I've become kind of, you know, interested in tech now. So I wanted to do, you know, like a, you know, a discussion about the best social networking sites. You know, uh, that's just my, you know, topic for today's uh, episode. But first, um, about the uh, the memorial. Did you watch memorial memorial yesterday, Galvis? Yeah, I saw it. What did you think of it, just generally? I thought it was good. Um, and I don't mean this in a sexist way. I thought two more important people should have spoke instead of Tarasi and the other girl. Um, or at least, and the UConn coach. I think, like, I mean, I get it. She wanted to go there, but it's not like they knew him or Gigi really well to speak, you know? Like, I felt like uh, maybe Jeannie Buss should have spoke. I don't know. If maybe they asked her and they just didn't want to because they probably didn't have, like, the strength to do it, but I definitely think one of Kobe's parents just spoke, uh, maybe Jeannie Buss, maybe, like, like somebody who could tell you him well, man, you know? Yeah, um, but, you know, I think that because it wasn't just a memorial for him, it was a memorial for, memorial for him and the girl, so they wanted to have people who, you know, uh, you know, who knew, who, like, you know, could speak on, I mean, not on her behalf, but, like, about her story. Yeah, but, but, I mean, I mean, it, Tarasi would have been good or, or the other girl, Yosuke, whatever, or the coach. Like, at least one of the three would have been fine. But, I think, I was, and it's probably not that they, they messed up. It's just that I would, I would have rather have heard from people that, that, you know, bigger names. Yeah. Um, like I said, like, Jeannie Buss definitely should have been one of them one of Kobe's parents, but like I said, I don't know if they were offered and they just didn't like, maybe they said they, they, they weren't going to have a chance to like, I mean, they weren't going to have the strength to do it. Like, I mean, I'm, I hope Vanessa asked his parents if they would like to speak. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, that was kind of the whole the start of the whole split between him and his parents uh, yeah. was because of that. Um, uh, but you know, I mean, yeah, I was, but still, you gotta let you gotta put 
Yeah, I, I really kind of feel sorry for his parents because, you know, they raised him to be, you know, I mean, who he was, basically. And then they had to fall out and they kind of got, like, shut out. And it's kind of, it's kind of sad, you know. Uh, I mean, you know, it's like they're at the funeral and nobody, like my buddy Sark was saying, nobody even mentioned his parents, you know, the people who spoke, you know. Uh, yeah. It's kind of, kind of sucks, but. It's almost like his parents were non-existent, like. Yeah. Like nobody offered condolences to his parents. Um, you know. Uh, I'm just I'm just glad they were there though. But I guess you know, even with all the problems, you would expect them to be at their sons. You know. Uh, yeah, but I heard somewhere that they they kind of have. I mean, it was never the best relationship, but they had kind of patched it up a little bit where they were at least like on decent terms, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, I think the person who really stole the show was Matt, was uh, Michael, man. Yeah, uh, with the, you know, like he, he had probably the more, you know, he had some, the, some, some, some lines in there, some bars. Yeah, in there. now I gotta look at another crying meme for three years, like, yeah, you know, but and he was really torn up about it, you know. Uh, my favorite line of the memorial though was when Shaq came up and he said that Nicoba used to say, you know, these other guys are out here playing playing checkers, I'm playing chess. And then Shaq goes, Well, I don't know, I guess you're right, Kobe, I don't know how to play chess. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was funny. Or, or when he goes, Yeah, B Shaw, Ray Park, get the rebounds because he ain't passing the ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, bro, it was, you know. It was, uh, it was, he deserved, you know, he just, I mean, you think of all the basketball people who were there, like, I mean, everybody was there. Like, I mean, I, they didn't show LeBron. I don't know if LeBron was there. Uh, I think LeBron was there, but they, for some weird reason, maybe he asked to not be shown or, I don't know, it was weird because, like, come on, bro, you ha- he, he would have he gotten so much backlash that he not been, there was literally nothing he could say to, like, you know, excuse him not being there. Yeah. Especially when all the other players were there, like, you know, Davis, Kuzma, Dwight Howard, all them. But, um... Yeah, man, it's, uh... Like, I would have, I would have rather, um, Anthony, uh, Adam Silver speak instead of one of those two broads that spoke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, you sound like me. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's just there's nothing like I mean unless like this girl like unless they grew up with this girl or they grew up like uh, their stuff was just more like what could have been what like Jeannie Buzz should have spoke Adam Silver should have spoke one of his parents should have spoke um I feel like more influential people could have spoke yeah I see what you're saying though like they didn't really know her like that it was just yeah. like a you know she liked basketball she came to the you know, yeah, like uh, did Diana Taurasi really know either of them? Like, say uh, a genie bus? You know, I think. Uh, I mean, I just it just sucks because you don't want to sound like that guy. Like, wow, have a heart, man. But I think Rob Palinka's speech went on way too long. You know, um, Vanessa Bryant though is just like what yeah, a, she, what a strong woman, bro. I don't know how she did that, bro. Yeah, especially, like, it's one thing to speak in front of friends and family at a regular, like, little 
chapel or something, a little church. But another thing to speak at Staples, 20,000 people watching you, millions watching at home, you know, like. Yeah. Um, you know. But, uh. You know, I really think, and. I mean, it sucks that it, something like this had to happen to her. But, I mean, what happened happened already, right? Like, there's really nothing you can do. Right, to bring back the whole Kobe situation, right? Like right. I'm I mean, pretty they're, sure. Yeah, they're gone but, and they're not coming back. You know. But I think if she could, if she really wants to, she could be a like a superstar now. Like she's like she could be like a household name if like she really wanted to. You know. Yeah. Um. Whether it be like in cosmetics or be in a reality show or be in anything. I mean, like I said, like, I'm pretty sure she didn't, she's not thinking like, oh, well, you know, Kobe died, so let me use that as a platform to get rich or famous. But, you know, it's kind of like, well, I mean, I might as well. Yeah, I, um, and that was my first time hearing her speak. And I, like that, yeah. I had never followed her on on Instagram until until Kobe and, and Gianna died, but I know she was always like you know basically just like a but it's like her Instagram was just like look how rich and fabulous my life is basically yeah. you know but she speaks really well and it was a really it was a really good speech yeah it was very fluent like like she almost sounded like professional like she didn't seem like one of just those regular bimbo housewives like she actually you know spoke proper all that but yeah and it kind of kind of didn't surprise me because I wouldn't expect Kobe to be with some dumb woman because he wasn't a dummy um, yeah but uh, you know all in all you know I mean, like I said just you know him to bring out all those people I mean it's such a tough loss for basketball and LA oh Jimmy Kimmel uh, you know I thought he was yeah. great and he was really hurt you could tell at the beginning and he, um, you know, um, it's crazy. Like there's certain people that you wouldn't expect him to be like for Vanessa to ask Jimmy Kimmel to be the MC basically. And to give the opening statement. I mean, he had to have had a really special bond with him, like a real special, you know, friendship with him. Not yeah. going to ask just anybody. Yeah. I mean, they always, you could tell, I mean, Jimmy Kimmel pretty much gets along with everybody on this show. But when he when he would have Kobe on, you know, you could tell that they had like a real easy easy way of you know getting along. Um, yeah. But I um I just think I think we have to claim him now, Calvin, as as LA guys. Like, you know, he's from Brooklyn, but he's been doing that show now here for like eighteen years. And now after yeah. last night, it's like, bro, like he's a yeah. he's ours now. He belongs to LA. <laughs> it's like Kobe, right? Like yeah, same thing. Kobe, 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 like. You know, he he lived in L.A. for half of his life, so he probably identifies himself more with L.A. than Philadelphia. Yeah, like when he would be at the, I think he was at a Dodger playoff series when we were playing Philly, and he had on a dot like he had on Dodger gear, you know. And I think he even made, I think I read that he made a statement like, "Bro, like I, this is my home now," you know. Yeah. Um, and and well, it probably it's not. I mean, with the Eagles, it's probably different, you know, like because football is different like that, like. I'm pretty sure if the Rams were to play the Eagles, he he'd probably never root for the Rams. Yeah. 
against the Eagles. But, you know, it's like, uh, it's like me, right? Like, I've only been living in the Valley for 10 years, which is a third of my life. Because I moved when I was 21. I'm 31 now. <clears throat> I don't identify, I don't identify myself with LA anymore. Like, I consider, I mean, I want to say I'm a Valley boy, but, I mean, it's just like I identify myself with the Valley more now. Oh, that's really sad, Galvin. Yeah, because L.A., like, L.A.'s, like, I remember when I first moved, right? I was so prideful and, and proud to be from L.A. And I would tell, like, my wife, like, yeah, I'm from L.A., man. I ain't from the Valley. Like, fuck the Valley. And she'd be like, nah, you're, you're a Valley boy. You're a Valley boy. Like, hell, I'll never be considered a Valley boy. Now it's like, I don't even want to go to L.A., bro. It's fucking ghetto and dirty. And... Yeah, bro, I wish I could move to the Valley. You know, you're lucky. Um, yeah. Like even the real, real ghetto parts of the valley, it's like it's really not even in comparison with LA. Like how ghetto LA is. It's funny. Yeah. Um, <coughs> but yeah, bro, I, I put on uh, you know on Instagram uh, Kobe's last his tweet like right after they right after his retirement game. Where he said that you know, um, he said he said he walks away knowing that his love for the game and for the city, you know, will never be broken or something like that. And it's like it really just hit me like right in the feels, like you know, right all over it. Yeah. Because like it just you know, the, like I do like as much you know like and, you know me, bro. Like I'm like you're in the valley, and I live in the ghetto. I live in the hood, but I like you know I try to. That's all I do in the hood is live here because I hate it. But like you know. It's still pride, you know, in LA that I have just because this is my, you know, this is yeah. where I'm from. You know? I mean, just imagine that's why they say like it's special like to play for your hometown team. Like, just imagine playing for the Lakers, and your own people are giving like people that you probably grew up with or people that you probably interacted with them that you probably never even realized. Like, imagine them cheering for you. Like, imagine playing for the Lakers and and. Staples is like legit giving you a standing ovation. Yeah, it's different. Like, like your own people. Yeah. You know? um, but yeah, we're just about at the halfway mark now of this episode, and yeah, I wanted to get into, um, you know, like I said, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a tech guy now. I think I'm gonna change Wilson Productions uh, to Wilson Solutions. Uh, oh God. But. <laughs> Well, you gotta change your name from Antoinemus to something a little more tech savvy as well. <laughs> and the funny part is, like, I just want in the, the industry. Like, I'm not. I know like the basic, you know, stuff that a 31 year old. So this is your this is your new obsession. Yeah, I know just the basic technology that a, somebody my age should know, like a millennial, and that's about it. Like, you know, like I don't I don't know anything about the real like techie stuff. But I still, though, I want in the business. So I'm like, I'm determined to code and make an app somehow, someday. You know, even if it's just like a basic, you know, whatever app, I'm like determined to do it. But it's it's hard. Even coding is really hard. But Galvin, what is, sir, as we get into this topic of, uh, you know, the best social media um, platforms, how would you rank yours between Twitter, uh, Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook? What are your? How would you rate rank, rate those in order? Uh, in terms of popularity, or in terms of my personal favorite? 
your personal use, your personal favorite. My personal use is IG One, Snap Two, Facebook Three, and the once a month that I go on Twitter or Twitter. Yeah. So mine would be. It would probably be as far as like just how much time I spend on there. Uh, you know, it would probably be. I mean, it's definitely Twitter number one. Not just how much time I spend, but how, I mean, that basically correlates to how much I enjoy it. So it would be Twitter one, then Instagram, then Snapchat, and then uh, Facebook. Uh, you know, because I mean, pretty much, I'm pretty much ignored on all of these sites. But you know, you don't use TikTok. No, I downloaded it. I made an account, but you know, I don't know. I didn't know what to do besides like put one of my movies on there or something. So yeah. Um, but, you know, you know what's funny? Go ahead. The guy at work told me, so, you know, the number one the number one record in the country is that Roddy Rich song, right? And The Box, or what's it called? The Box, yeah. The Box, okay. <clears throat> so, I was really listening to it out in, at work, and I and I, play, I was playing it for, for, uh, for my co-worker, and bro, I'm telling you, and he said something, he goes... This is this rap, this modern rap. It's for the twelve-year-olds now. Like you're not old, but you're not young either. Like you're thirty-one, so you're not that young, but you're not that old. You know this new rap. Like I was listening to that song, Wilson. I'm telling you, bro. I didn't. I, I was looking at it like, what the fuck am I listening to? Like, what is this? Like, auto tune and these guys, think and they're so auto tune and, dude. None of this new rap just calls my attention, man. I feel like that's kind of like with social media, right? Like, like you know, we. I don't think we'll ever. Our generation will never embrace TikTok, right? Because that's for youngsters. That's for like middle schoolers, like <clears throat> like older people. Older people only have Facebook. They don't have Instagram. They don't have Twitter. No. Yeah. Um... You know, I um, for me, I I, I like Roddy Rich. So I think Roddy Rich is, is is tight. He's dope. Uh, I'm not, but you like. But really, I don't. I just don't like. I don't like that style, like that. I know, bro. You like, like the hip hop head. I mean, I am too. But that's the only type of music you like is like bars and lyricism. You know. No, like I, I can listen to some like like okay, somebody who's new that I actually really like is the baby. Like, I fuck with the baby. Like, I'll, I'll listen to his stuff, and I'm like, okay, this is dope. Like, yeah, but the baby is like an actual bar, like a lyricist, like, you know? Yeah. I mean, like, what... all this new this new stuff, I, I can't listen to it, bro. Roddy Rich is not really, he's not really a rapper. Like, he's more like, almost like more like a, like a Nate, half Nate dog, half rapper. Like, half singer, half rapper, you know? Um, yeah, almost no. like in the future, like the future categories, instead of like being like an actual... I mean, he's really a singer, really, Roddy Rich, kinda. But, just... but it's just these guys are like, like Travis Scott, like all these guys are so auto tuned. It's like, it's crazy how much. Like uh, I saw a video on IG where uh, he was at a concert and he was rapping into the mic, and I guess it was auto tune. And then they cut out the auto tune right before he hit a high note, and his voice just cracked, and it just sounded so bad. And I'm just like. Nah, dude, I can't. See, like, before when they were using it, like, you know, during our era, T-Pain, like, he actually could sing. That's why it sounded good. Like, 
Like, have you ever heard T-Pain without auto-tune? No. And he has a really good voice. Like, he almost doesn't need, he doesn't need auto-tune. Like, he sounds like a legit R&B dude. And it was just only, they were only using it on the hook. But, I mean, now, bro, I can't, I can't listen to that, man. Yeah, I mean, you're really like a, I mean, you're, I mean, you're, I don't know, I don't know how many guys are like you at 31 who would say that, I mean, it's, it's some guys, yeah, I mean, I guess it's a lot of guys like you, they just can't get with the, but I mean, even when, guys, even when we were young, like if Soldier Boy came out, and Soldier Boy was kind of the first guy like that, you know, who yeah. wasn't really a rapper, but you know, it was guys who like our age, who like Soldier Boy, you know, yeah. I like some, I like some of Soldier Boy songs. Um, yeah. I, I mean, but there, but see, that's probably how when we were twelve and thirteen, growing up with Nelly and Ludacris, the dudes that grew up with like Eric B and Rakim and you know like Public Enemy and that, yeah, they right. probably were listening to Nelly and Ludacris like like you know what the hell is this like country grammar like yeah of course they you know? Know, like we know that they they were saying that at the time like this is not hip hop you know yeah once we got past. Like Tupac and Biggie and Jay, and you said like those guys started coming in, you know, it it wasn't the, the same to the older you know, old heads, you know. Um, but yeah, for me, I feel like Twitter is like you know I can't really stay off Twitter for too long because Twitter um, is wild, man. Yeah, like and Twitter is like Twitter is like the news kind of like Twitter is everything in one kind of. Uh, yeah. I then, never really caught on the news on the Twitter like. You know, the bandwagon. I don't know why. And then um, Instagram, that's for like, you know, just looking at frauds. So, of course, that's great. Um, and then Snapchat, yeah. that's what I use that to like, you know, talk to women, you know, because it's, it's, I don't know, yeah. it's easier to. I, now, for, you, for like, for the follower, like, for the people that listen to this podcast that may not follow you on Snap, those frauds that you put on are you actually smashing these women? Of course not. These women don't even. You know, my my favorite thing though is is like a lot of times. I mean, not a lot of times, but my favorite. The it's it's best when it's a woman who actually follows me on Snapchat, and then I can um like so I'll, she'll post something and I'll screenshot it, and then I'll put it up there, and it's like that's my way of like flirting, kind of, you know. In a way where I don't know, like usually they don't say anything, and I, you know, I'm, I can always, you know, and like I said, like on Insta, a lot of broads on Instagram, they don't even like read their DMs, like they don't even they don't even look, especially if if they're not following you back, like it just stays in the request, you know. So, but on but on Snapchat, you know, it's like usually I mean, there's some broads who don't, but it's a better chance they will actually, you know, read it on Snapchat. Um, and so yeah, so you know, but no, I, these women, I don't, you know, I, most of these women are just. You know. And is that what you're trying to do? You're trying to create a new social media app? <laughs> I'll, I'll do anything. Bro. <laughs> Whatever works. Right now, I'm working on it. I looked up this website. This that had like ideas for like apps to make, and you know, I'm just going through and trying to you know like doing prototypes of the ones that I can make. The first one was. Uh, a, uh, it was like a rest, like a like a, uh, a food recommendation app, you know. So like, if you were going to a restaurant and you wanted to see what they had before you went, you know, people. Yeah. So it's like, so I'm like doing like a prototype for that, which is just like how the 
app would look and the click throughs and stuff like that. But yeah. you know, um, like Open Spoon or Open Table, that's a that's a pretty cool app. Oh yeah. Like, huh? See, it doesn't have to be a brand new idea. It could just be you know, like just like you yeah. know, it's different. I mean, it doesn't like it's it's, it's like it's like there's Grubhub and Postmates and Uber Eats. Like it's not just one, you know. It's just like a whole category, and then you pick which one you like the best, you know. So, but yeah. Uh, uh, so what? You're looking for investors? How much do you need? Right. So, bro. So right now, um, like say you wanted to buy ten percent of the company, right? Which company? Uh, whatever. Whatever the company. What's the solutions? Yeah. What's the solutions? How much would it cost for me to buy? To pay to get fifty one percent of Wilson Productions. Fifty one dollars, because the the company is only worth a hundred dollars right now. But <laughs> but as part of the agreement, for a whole year, you cannot drop anything under any other company. So you can't just be like, oh okay, I'll sell you the fifty one bucks uh, shares, and then tomorrow I'll just start a whole new company, and I won't put any like no. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's how they do in business. Like you can't, you can't do anything else for a while, right? <laughs> so, all I have to do is give you fifty-one percent, and I'll own Wilson Productions for fifty-one percent of the shares. Yeah, you'll be the majority shareholder. Hey, <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Oh God, the, the the guys are working on the house, on the bathroom, and I hope. Can you hear that, Galvez? That that sound of that whatever machine that is. Not really. I hope our listeners can't hear it either, but you know, there's nothing I can do about it. Um, we're almost at the end of the episode. Uh, oh, what else was going to say? Yeah, and then Facebook, like, I really, because, you know, Facebook is actually, like, one of the big four, um, you know, like I said, it's Amazon, Facebook, Google, and Apple. Those are the big four tech companies. So yeah. I feel like I should be getting more out of Facebook. Like if Facebook, is and, you know, I feel like Amazon—they're really just trying to focus more on like the the purchasing, like the online sales. Like, <clears throat> just imagine if Amazon were to get into like video games, or they were to create phones and they would have their own operating system, like Google Play and Apple Store. Like, they would they would command a, a pretty big share of that. Yeah. Um... Because, I mean, you know, a lot of things like Alexa, like, yeah, people use it, but, you know, Alexa's not really compatible with your phones and all that. So, you know, if you have an Android phone, of course, you're going to lean more toward Android products. But. And that's um, why, but that's why, that's why Mark, that's why um, Bezos has so much money, because, like, he doesn't limit himself to one category. Like, you got Amazon Prime. You know, to yeah. watch, you but know. he's also not all over the place either, like Google is. Like Google's have a like, they had this new video game, like Google Stadia, I think it's called, or Stadia, and so it's pretty much like a streaming video game system where you just bought like a little system and you plugged it into your Wi-Fi at home, and you can basically play any game on any device that it's connected to. So you can play on your cell phone, you can play on your laptop, you can play on the TV. But it failed pretty bad. So, you know. Yeah. Um, oh, he 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 did that and it didn't work. Huh? They made Amazon made that and it didn't work. No, Google. Oh, Google. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it did He's not losing money really. He's just making money. 
Yeah. I think like like two weeks ago, in a matter of minutes, like his 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 stock like his stocks went skyrocketing, and he made like two or three billion dollars. He got like two or three billion dollars richer in a matter of moments. Like, I mean, imagine having that much money where you can go out and buy, like they said, like you know that house he bought in Beverly Hills that cost one hundred and sixty-five million dollars. Mm-hmm. That wasn't even one percent of his net worth. Yeah, and then he pledged ten percent of it to charity, and it, I mean, it was still only ten percent of like ten billion. That's like ten percent. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Like they said, I think uh, it's crazy, like how much money this dude has. Like yeah, he's like the richest man in recorded like modern, at least modern history, and maybe in all of history. Um, no, I think Rockefeller. Well, Rockefeller? if you had if you had inflation, Rockefeller was, I think. Or I think there was like some African dude, like from the 1400s, that he was like, like he was too rich almost, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh. You know these these Saudi Arabian families that are like to have that oil kingdoms, like, dude, those those guys are pretty rich too, man. It's just that it's divided among the family. It's not just one person. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. But yeah, Gallif, um we're just about at the thirty-minute mark, and that's where I like. So you're trying to? Are you okay? Hold on, let me ask you real quick before uh, before we get off. Are you trying to be the next Jeff Bezos, Steve Jobs, or Mark Zuckerberg? Because there's a difference. Right, Bezos isn't as much into like you know. I mean, I mean, if I could choose, it would be Zuckerberg, just because you know, like he's younger. I watch the Social Network. I mean, I was watching the Steve Jobs thing too. But, you know, I don't know, Zuckerberg to me, it, like, when I think about of myself being like a, you know, like a millennial, like, the fact that he was a computer scientist, you know, he was an actual programmer and made this social networking site, you know, to me, he's, like, more of, like, who I would identify with. <laughs> but, you know. But you know like, uh, what a lot of people don't give these guys credit for is how they were able to make it even better once it took off. Right, like anything can go viral, anything can go to, can take off, but it's what you do once it takes off is what's like the crazy part, you know. Like once Zuckerberg hit like let's say a million like followers or a million um, users accounts, like the fact that he was able to have a vision to just make it bigger and bigger and you know keep expanding. Yeah. Um... Yeah, you gotta give him credit, man. And I don't even think I don't know, bro. It's like he made that he made Facebook in his dorm room just kind of just to do it. Yeah. He wasn't expecting to become worth seventy five billion dollars, but then he still yeah. went into you know the business side of it, just being the public face, like Bill yeah, Gates. Like Donald you know? Trump, like yeah. people give him black because his dad gave him a million dollars to start his business, and he turned it into billions. And it's like I'm like ninety nine percent of us, if we got a million dollars from our parents to start a business. We would never make it into billions. Right, yeah, they're smart guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, we're, we're out of time, pretty much. So, uh, you know, <laughs> we'll see next week if Galvez is still, it's still down if he starts, like, trying to sabotage his, you know, uh, his, his, his co-host uh, gig. Uh, but yeah, man, um, as always, I'll talk to you guys next time, if there is a next time. Goodbye. Hey, just so you know, I'm recording from San Quentin Jail.
what it sounds like. <laughs> right. All right, you guys. Take care.